Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here with Music on Records, direct from backstage at the Chicago Theater, Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Ed Joyce. Good morning, world. This is Howard Miller speaking from the city of Chicago, where once again we are back in the great climes of Midwest weather because the temperatures have cooled off considerably and it's pleasant all over the entire Midwest. I hope it's that way for you on the West Coast and the East Coast and down South and also up North because we're going to be talking to you and with some very interesting guests today, one in particular by the name of Mr. Eddie Arnold, who is waiting to speak to us from his uh, home down in Nashville, Tennessee, you're going to have an opportunity of meeting one of the biggest and greatest record sellers of all times, the Tennessee Plowboy. You'll meet him in just a very few minutes on The Wrigley Show after we listen to a record which, strangely enough, was done by Mr. Arnold. I know that you've heard it many, many times before, but you'll listen to it a lot again because it's going to be a big hit, and it's called Cattle Call. <laughs> are howling way out where the donkeys bark where spurs are a jingling a cowboy is singing this lonesome cattle call As he rounds up the cattle each fall Singing his cattle call And he sings with an old western drawl Singing his cattle Gee, I think that's a perfectly delightful record called Cattle Call with the one and only, the Tennessee plowboy, Mr. Eddie Arnold, who is a major factor in the business of RCA Victor because he is their number one boy, and rightfully and deservedly so. You know, I conducted a rather interesting experiment backstage at the Chicago Theater where we're playing yesterday. As I stood in the wings waiting to go on for my little bit, and before I did an MC job on the next act that was in order, I uh, 
He stood in the wings, and I peeked through the curtain to look out to the great sea of upturned faces, and I think they were smiling faces because the comic was performing. And you would be amazed how many people I saw all the way back to the theater, to the back row of the theater, chewing gum. Now, naturally, I hoped that they were chewing Wrigley's Spearmint chewing gum, but I have no way of knowing. But the reason I bring it about is to prove to you how universal uh, the enjoyment is of chewing gum. There's no doubt about it. You get an extra kick. Now, particularly if you're seeing an exciting Western like an old television show or a shoot 'em up cowboy picture in your favorite movie house. And the reason I suppose that most of the people do chew gum, it relieves the tension of sitting there still for a couple of hours and watching action that's bloodthirsty or even that's uh, a bright musical with pretty girls. And I think you'll find the same thing holds true in your daily life. If you'll just sort of make it a habit to always have available Wrigley Spearman chewing gum, you'll be amazed how nicely it relieves all the tension. And of course, it's always wholesome, refreshing, and delicious. That is, if you choose... Wrigley Spearman Chewing Gum, the very finest you can buy. Well, waiting down there in his home at uh, Nashville, Tennessee, is the boy who you just heard on wax. Now you're going to hear him in person. I hope he's there at the other end of this long CBS line. How are you, Mr. Eddie Arnold? Oh, I'm in good shape, Howard. Good shape this morning. Oh, yeah, sounds swell. Eddie, before we talk a little bit about the Arnold career, I know that you are on a big ranch. You live in a big farm down there. It's your farm. Would you tell me a little bit about the farm? Well, uh, Howard, I... With all modesty, I have to tell you, it isn't such a good farm. It's kind of a hill farm down here. Uh-huh. There's a uh, rolling hills down here in Tennessee. Of course, uh, I actually don't live in Nashville. I I, I live out here in a, a little section called Brentwood. Yes. Uh, what I, sort of farm is it, Eddie? Do you have uh, livestock on it, or is it under uh, some sort of grain? No, I have livestock on it. Livestock. Yes. Uh huh. You're a heifer man. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm learning to trying to learn to be a cowboy. <laughs> I don't know why you've got so many things under your belt now when it comes to success that you really don't have to be a cowboy, you know. Just a gentleman farmer. That's right. Well, that's why I have cows around. There. Eddie, I'm going to start our conversation this morning by saying not only to you, but to um, all of our 168 stations along the CBS network and to the people listening to those number one stations in their community, that I think it's a very unfortunate thing that American music is broken down generally into three categories, pop, music, rhythm and blues, and country and western. Now, most of the people, of course, get exposed to the so-called pop music, the ballads and the novelty tunes. Most people today are getting exposed to the rhythm and blues because of the advent of that trend. And I think it's unfortunate that more disc jockeys don't program the so-called country and western. Uh, What's your explanation for it? Because certainly it's probably the most American music that there is. Well, that's true, Howard. I I will have to say this. I believe it's because it may be their taste are not as varied, maybe, maybe let's say, as your taste. Uh, uh-huh. I, I appreciate, certainly, a, uh, a man of your stature, uh, because uh, you do uh, open your show to all kinds of music, which is uh, certainly something to your credit, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. But it is pretty music. Uh, Eddie, I know that you're not prejudiced in your analysis of it. Don't you think that actually country and Western music is really prettier in the progression of the notes than most music that's written? Well, yes, it is. Uh, uh, to take... Uh, your better country and western songs, I, I would say yes, because when you take a good country and western song that is uh, written well, uh, they're so simple, and you know always the simplest songs are the are the prettiest songs. Yes. I wonder, Eddie, if it's not partially because so many people burlesque country and western music. They, for, for instance, refer to it as hillbilly music, which is a most unkind thing, although there's nothing really cruel about the word hillbilly. But I think it gives the import to the thing that it is not quite up to a standard of civilization, and that certainly is far from true. Well, that's true. You know, uh, when you think of a hillbilly, usually uh, you want to... Ref- uh, the th- first thing that pops in your mind is somebody in the mountains without shoes on. Yes. Uh, that, that's the first thing you think of when you... I think that's the reason that a lot of the fellows uh, uh, 
resent the word hillbilly. Yes, I certainly do for that reason. Because in the first place, there's nothing wrong with going without shoes in the hills. But <laughs> no, <laughs> even I... if you wear shoes, it doesn't make you any different, whether no matter what part of the country you live in. Well, now, I think probably the other argument against country and western is that generally it's sad music, uh, Eddie, which I can understand why it is, of course. But uh, most of it is pretty sad, isn't it? It's things like letters edged in black and the Dear John letters and things of that sort. Well, now, some of it is, Howard. Uh-huh. Uh, not all of it. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, my... I, I steer away from, from tunes like that myself. Yes, I know you do. But uh, a lot of them are, uh, some of them are about death, and, uh, of course, a lot of them about love, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you've got to have both of those things, because they usually happen in a lifetime, don't they? That, that's true. Well, now, Eddie, this cattle call was a wonderful pop uh, hit for you, along with uh, the one that we're going to play now, the Kentuckian. Uh, have you felt pretty keenly about these two sides? Uh, did you feel when you made them that they should have been in the pop field as they are? Well, uh... Nicely, I did, yes. I, I, uh, the Cattle Call is a song that I've been singing for several years, and I found uh, when I would do public appearances, regardless of what kind of audiences I was in front of, I, I don't care if they were white-collar workers or if they were symphony followers or what they were, they would always like that Cattle Call. Mm -hmm. I, well, I certainly do, too. Well, let's flip it over now. I didn't play the other side because this, of course, is substantially uh, a hit in both fields. A very, very big one in country and western. And, of course, a star classic for you in the pop field. Here is Eddie Arnold's version on Victor of the great Kentuckian song. I see my darling and each spray of summer sunlight I see my darling in the leaves that fall I see her walking in the rainy April sadness and hear her name in every bluebird call I've told the possum in the gum tree The raccoon on the ground Told everyone but my darling Of the happiness I found My heart would cry more Than the weeping willow if my darling and her heart were not for me. Possum in the gum tree The raccoon on the ground Told everyone but my darling Of the happiness I found My heart would cry more Than the weeping willow if my darling and her heart were not for me. 
That is uh, Eddie Arnold with a great, great recording that I have scheduled plenty of times, not only on the network, but also at the local level, because I think it's a real classic. The Kentuckian by Eddie Arnold. By the way, for those of you across country who watch television quite a bit, I wish you'd check in with your station manager and have him book the Eddie Arnold television show, because believe me, it's one of the most tremendous film series I've ever seen. Eddie, how's the television show going? Oh, we're doing pretty good with it, Howard, because... We could still stand some more markets if they wanted to, you know... Well, listen, any television station that doesn't carry the Eddie Arnold show just doesn't like home cooking. <laughs> and believe me, is a horse. Because <laughs> it's right. one of the great television shows that's available. We've got it up here, and I just hope that every major market, every small market even in the country, has the Eddie Arnold show. And, of course, they can get it by talking to their station manager, so they ought to make a few calls today. Eddie, I want to thank you very, very much for taking time out from the South 40, where I know you're probably doing some plowing, <laughs> to come into our CBS microphone. Thanks an awful lot. Uh, thank you, Howard, it was a real pleasure. Thank you. That was Eddie Arnold, one of the real old shoes in this business, and I'm sure that it came through to you because that's the way his friendship with me has always come through. This is Howard Miller for the Wrigley people. Now, remember, like the people in the audiences at the Chicago Theater, will you try munching on a little Wrigley Spearman today? I know you're going to love it, mothers. Until we see you tomorrow at the same time, thank you very, very much, and you have a real wonderful day. Bye-bye, everyone. You've just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at this same time when his guests will be some of the stars from the Howard Miller Show currently playing at the Chicago Theater, including Pat Boone, Felicia Sanders, and Della Reese. This is the CBS Radio Network.